Today's video is about how to create effective accountability support structures. I'm Mike Stokes, and this is Wild Alive Coaching. So, if you're anything like me, um, which I don't think you'd be watching this if you were nothing like me, or you're going to click off right now, um, you're into evolving uh, and growing and becoming a better you. Um, and I did that for many years uh, inside of groups, as well as for reading many books uh, and trying to implement the ideas in that book, in those books. Um, just a note, uh, this video is going to be kind of short and hopefully lucid. I've been in the sauna for quite a long time now, and so I'm a little wiped out, but I really wanted to get these thoughts down before they left me. Uh, it's really important to record your thoughts if you want to do any type of uh, creative work uh, when they arise, because they, they transform and leave. Sometimes they don't come back. Uh, <clears throat> so how to create an effective uh, accountability structure. Um, I used many groups. Um, so you can either uh, join a group that has an effective accountability structure, or you can create your own one. I found over many years with the groups that I joined that there were certain elements in their accountability structure that didn't work for me or were ineffective. Um, one of the things that I found was that most groups um, are driving their own agenda or driving their own culture. Um, so if you have a profit-driven organization that's setting up coaching on accountability structures, they're doing that for their own self-interest financially. And usually that gets, you know, always, that gets somewhat mixed up in uh, what's best for you. Uh, it's just It just can't be, it can't not be done. The incentives are too large to push your personal agenda. Uh, and if that, sometimes your, your goals in your life will align with that, and sometimes they won't. Um, so that's one thing to watch out for if you're going to join an accountability structure. Um, let me just tell you the sort of the basics before I go into the do's and don'ts. One is uh, your accountability structure has to have uh, a, um, both a positive and a negative feedback loop when you don't fulfill on your commitments. Um, and two is the group has to have a vested interest in your success. Um, and three... Uh, the group has to have some sort of longevity structure built into it. Um, so I'm just going to go into the structure that uh, we created. So I created uh, with the we created um, a men's group, and we chose a men's group because we had relationship issues we wanted to cover uh, and uh, a sense of bonding that we wanted to create that wasn't really existent in our local culture in Northern California. So you, you can create a women's group, a men's group, uh, um, any type, you know, a, a group that mixes, a group that's of any sexual orientation. Orientation doesn't matter. What matters is what's important to you. Um, so um, the key for the accountability structure is that uh, I'm sure many of you have heard of SMART, specific, measurable, actionable, results-oriented, and time-based. So your goals need to be short-term and time and all of those things. And then uh, you're, you have to have a feedback loop that really emotionally hurts 
if you don't do it and emotionally rewards if you do. So here's how we created that. And it evolved over years. At first, it didn't work. Um, we, we, we created a system in which each one of us who makes whatever goals we want for a two-week period, we also have a very strong commitment to the longevity of the group so that everybody's committed uh, for the long term. And if they want to get out, there's a process that they have to go to in order to get out. They don't just leave at any point. Um, and um, so, so that uh, is critical, that there's longevity. And one of the critical points in, in having, if you're going to create your own group, is that you have to create uh, value uh, for each individual. Now, everybody's value is going to be a little bit different. Uh, some people, you know, for example, we have a, a man in our group who values the relationships more than the accountability structures. Um, and, and all of us uh, value, the rest of us all value both. Um, but he's not really interested in the accountability structures. They just don't really jive with the way he lives his life, which is totally fine. But he still participates in holding the rest of us accountable to what we say we want. So we created uh, some guiding principles. So your group, if you're going to join one, or if you're going to create one, has to have some guiding principles. So our guiding principle is that um, we, as a group and individually, are committed to the success of each man in the group in the way that they define that. That's one. So everybody's always holding that. Two is that every man in the group is uh, committed to reveal himself in a way that uh, is, is we're committed to know each other deeply. Sorry, not to reveal stuff, but we committed to know each other deeply. So we're um, we're not just sort of floating around the surface. We're we're really trying to dig in and get to know the ins and outs of each person in our group, so that we can support them in the best way that we can. Um, and the last one is that we use we we committed to use accountability as a tool to achieve both of those ends. So, for example, um, everybody in our group, um, you know, you got to show up on time. And if you don't show up on time, there's a a feedback, uh, for lack of a better term, a consequence, just so that uh, you feel the emotional. Uh, pain and the waste of time for the others, you know, other people are sitting around waiting for you to show up because things can't really get going until you're there um, when that happens. So there'll be two things. One will be, um, we will literally uh, walk through what were the circumstances of the person being late. Um, then they'll have uh, to do uh, something to hold them accountable. Uh, you know, and, and for us, it's just a feedback loop to clear the integrity and so that they feel that there's a negative impact on others and there's a negative impact on the, on the group as a whole and they feel that in their body. So for us, we're a very physical group that likes to stay fit. Um, we do like a 90-second wall sit with, you know, your knees at 90 degrees, which is hard. Um, it's healthy and it's a little uncomfortable. Um, so that's one thing that we do for keeping using accountability. Now, what that does is that brings up each individual's story about being on time. You know, some people get overwhelmed. Some people get uh, busy. Some people have sort of blame it on their partner. So their partner's making it so they can't be. Everybody's got their own little thing. So we work through that. And then everybody knows that there's an expectation that they're going to grow through it the next time. And so the other thing that we do is that we, as a group, agree on the actions that this individual is going to take to be on time next time. So, for example, let's say one guy's always five minutes 
he's always like squeaking in 30 seconds early, you know. So then we may say like, well, for the next two weeks, you're on probation. Uh, you got to be to the meetings five minutes early at a minimum, you know, or you're considered late. Uh, so um, each one of us agrees upon that, and we all agree as a group. And sometimes there's debate about what's effective and what's not, and then we come to a consensus. And when we come to a consensus, that's what the person uh, takes on. And sometimes they're unwilling, and then we have to find a new thing that they're willing to take on. We never force uh, anything upon one of the members. There's just agreed upon accountability standards which they agree upon and, and are held to because they agreed upon it. So that's... That's one thing. So just being on time and showing up to meetings and not, uh, we have, for example, we have a rule that we've created over the last 10 years um, called sort of no, uh, no last minute cancels unless it's an emergency uh, or, um, you know, health issue. Uh, those are the two exceptions because those are reasonable exceptions that happen to everybody from time to time. Um, you know, and, and even in that case, um, we've had some some guys in the group that really had to look at their health patterns because they would be getting sick a lot and canceling at the last minute. So there wasn't something that was, um, there was something off in the pattern. Um, that's another thing that you want to have in your accountability groups is you have to have pattern recognition. So the other people in your group need to be on the lookout for when you do something twice, three times, four times. And if you're doing, if you're breaking a basic agreement to the group, you know, three, four times, or even twice, we've gotten to the point where it's twice, it's, it's, it's becoming a pattern because we're so, uh, we're so clear on the basics and the basics are so simple. Um, you know, most people uh, underestimate the challenge of just keeping a simple commitment. You know, we have basically a couple of commitments in our group. You show up on time, you don't cancel for no reason, and then whatever goals you make for a two-week period, uh, you keep them, uh, or you call uh, and renegotiate with your support buddy, who we have a, a call in, in between the weeks with your support buddy. Uh, <clears throat> so, but those are very difficult. And, and that's what's so wonderful about a true support group, is that your unconscious patterns uh, that self-defeat you will reveal themselves if you hold a basic standard of accountability. Um, and it's really great, the idea of making your own goals, um, because then it's nobody else's idea. You're the one who put yourself in this position, and then you have to deal with whatever it takes to make it happen. So back to the meat of the, of the structure. The meat of the structure is our bi-weekly, or bi-monthly, so we read it, meet every two weeks, our bi-monthly goal structure. First thing we do is review the last two weeks' goals. See who completed who didn't complete. So whoever didn't complete, everybody else in the group will, 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 will ask a simple question. What happened? You know, did you miss your phone call? Did you, um, you know, did you get overwhelmed? Uh, did you get sick? You know, and then the next thing, once we're, once we're clear on what happened, then the next question is, how can you make this, how can you succeed next time? And then that person agrees. We all come up with strategies communally. Uh, and then that person agrees to implement that for the next week's structure if they're going to make the same goal or uh, if it's relevant to um, you know, being on time or, or making your support buddy call. Um, and uh, so those are things. So, And then when somebody doesn't complete a goal, after those two things, what happened, what are you going to do next time, everybody who was in the group at the last meeting where he declared the goals uh, pays in a dollar for every time he failed a goal. So let's say he pays five. To, he failed on five goals. 
everybody would have to put in five bucks. If you failed on one goal, everybody puts in one dollar. Now, it's not that much money, but it emotionally kind of, it, it, ugh, why am I giving a buck for this? It sort of makes you as your support person um, a little uncomfortable. Uh, and that's good. You know, we got to get away from this idea in the personal development world that we never want to be uncomfortable or we never want to, um, you know, make anybody else uncomfortable. We have to learn how to use those emotions. Uh, there's a great saying that there's no such thing as a negative emotion, just uh, ones that are sort of overindulged in or misapplied. Um, the last part is mine. The first part is the same. Um, <clears throat> so what's the point? back on track here. At the meeting that you declare your goals, everybody else writes them down in their little book or on their phone. So everybody has a physical record of your goals. So there's um, studies that have been done that shown if people write down their own goals, they're uh, you know 90% more likely to do them, even if they never look at them again. But we have five or six people, depending on who's at the meeting, writing down those goals and holding them to those short-term goals. Um, so that makes every man more likely to complete those goals. Another interesting thing that happens in the process when you create an effective goal structure is you start changing your goals. You start making goals that uh, you can accomplish if you're the kind of person who doesn't tend to accomplish your goals. Um, one caveat about that is we've had several men in the group who just make really safe goals. And so we have to encourage them to make stretch goals. Um, if you're familiar with General Electric's training uh system, they would, they I think invented the smart, measurable, actionable, result-oriented, and time-bound goals, but they found that some, uh, some areas of their company were underachieving, so then they had to add stretch goals to that inside of those. So you have a bigger stretch goal, and then your specific measurable goals inside of that. Uh, so, um, so that's really the gist of the whole structure. Uh, the group meets, you decide on your goals, you uh, write them down, everybody writes them down, you do your best to do them, and then so one other piece of that is that we have another commitment, and that is is that we have an accountability buddy that is midweek call, so we meet on Mondays, and then midweek call on Monday, and then we meet the next Monday. Um, so that accountability call uh, is, is, a, is a commitment for everybody, regardless of what your goals are. So if you miss your accountability call, um, I got to pay a buck into the kitty. If you miss it for two days, I got to pay a buck into the kitty. And so we've done a lot of work with our guys about around scheduling. You know, how do you, and reminders. Because a lot of times, you know, they honestly tried and didn't have the capacity in their scheduling or reminder system to make it work. Other times, it's more of an emotionally driven excuse and we have to work through that. Um, but it always gets sorted out because we do the same process every time and it evolves. So each time... What happened when you missed a goal? How are you going to approach this next time? And uh, and then holding each person to the feedback of giving you know an, a dollar in when when they don't do it, um, and uh, it self corrects. The system self corrects because everybody has a vested interest in it. It's kind of like taking uh, the military model minus the violence in the war, where each partner in uh, you know, on the battlefield is accountable for the life of every other man in their group. So it's the same kind of thing, obviously not on such a real life or death level, but, um, but we do our best to try to emulate as much of that life or death as we can, because that's what really gets 
gets it done. You know, there's two ways to motivate, from inspiration and from fear. Um, but the truth is, you got to have a little bit of both. you got to have some accountability. You can't just be constantly striving for inspiration or, you know, once that inspiration fades, you're just going to sink into an ungrounded pit. Um, again, that, that's what works for me. Uh, I know in my heart that most people are that way. Some people aren't. Um, if you're not that way, then fine. Just keep doing what you're doing, make it work, uh, and succeed. Um, but if you're failing, or if you're not reaching the heights that you want to that you want to reach, then I recommend strongly that you put in a new accountability structure that has all these elements. I made a video about good pain and bad pain. I think I'm approaching some bad pain. I'm starting. My heart's starting to get a little over over challenged in this hot environment. Um, so I'm going to finish up. Uh, In order to create an effective accountability group, there has to be a feedback loop. There have to be other people that feel your pain, that feel the pain when you don't complete your commitments. And there has to be a process in which you work through what broke and the plan that you're going to fix it next time. Another thing which we're working on, which we haven't sorted out all the kinks are, is how to create the short-term two-week, how to connect the short-term two-week goal to the month-long, to the quarter-long to the annual long goal. Now, we've written those down and created those out, but we're just in the process of figuring out how to actually make those work. So to connect the macro, the meso, and the micro. Um, hopefully in a few years we'll have all the kinks worked out and I'll be able to make another video about that. But in the beginning you should have at least a um, something written down that says where you want to be in 10 years uh, and where you want to be at the end of the year uh, and where you want to be at the end of the month and where you want to be at the end of uh, four months. Four months, six months, doesn't matter. Uh, and year, two years, five years, ten years, you know, just, just break it up. Um, so that's about it. Uh, another word on uh, organized groups, w run them through the system. Do other people feel your pain? Do they process where you broke down? Do they actually hold you accountable or do they just pay lip service to it? So that's what I found in the beginning. In the beginning, we would pay lip service to it and each one individually, I would, when I missed my goal, I'd give a buck. It didn't work. I didn't care. I didn't care that I gave a buck. I gave a buck for coffee. But when somebody else pays for you, that hits in the emotion. So you have to drive your emotional, you have to drive your motivation through your emotional body. That's the key. Drive it through your emotional body. The easiest way to drive things through your emotional body is to have other people hold you accountable. Whether it's your family, your daughter, your job, your support group, whatever. If you let, if, if, if you have a structure in place where you letting them down isn't okay with you, you're going to succeed at least on the level of those commitments. Um, then you have to organize all of those commitments in a way that actually accomplishes the goal that you want. Um, but it's better to be in action and creating something than have some lofty goal and no structure to complete it. Thanks for watching. I'm Mike Stokes with Wild Alive Coaching. Please subscribe below and uh, have a great day.